0: Thank you all so much for your patience while I allowed my vanity to heal this breakout. It's it's worse today, to be honest. I'm just slightly turning my face away from the camera so you can't quite see it. And I have a very heavy Zoom filter on. I have the touch up my appearance feature turned all the way up today. Uh, it's been a stressful week, which is probably why I'm breaking out. Stressful, not in terms of like actual things that stressed me out, just an emotional week. I had some epiphanies this week about um, relationships that I have that are one-sided. I hate that. I hate when you have those sorts of weeks where you're like, fuck, I got to reassess. And it's I I like to figure out my part in it as opposed to like what they do because you can't control them. And so then you have to adjust your behavior. And so that's what I have been dealing with all week. Lots of anxiety lots of lots of tears. And to top it off, the Bravo community has been very nasty to me, both on YouTube and on Instagram. It has not been my favorite. No, no, no. It's been pretty ugly. Uglier than it's ever been. Also, I had a, I I covered the HBO Murdoch murders a long time, like two months ago. But because their trial is starting, I think it's resurfacing and more people are watching it. And at one point, Pia and I talk about Republicans. And so a lot of very nice conservatives, and I'm saying that sarcastically, have been leaving lovely comments. So I've been getting just really fun notifications online. So, if you're watching this on YouTube, you'll notice the comments are shut off because I need a mental break from the social element of this platform. I just do. Okay? It's been a lot. I will be getting into today, though, Before we go all the way into the recap, I will be talking about the latest happenings, talking about Robin, talking about Mary Cosby's return, the Caroline Brandy thing, and Tom Girardi's indictment. So just a little bit of Tom Girardi. I am no legal expert. Anyway, let's, let's get into it. Here at She Speaks Bravo, we believe that Bravo TV is a great form of self-care and therapy. Look at me. I've been using it for over a decade, and I am a complete mess. That's me, by the way. I'm Emily, and I'm your host on this journey. What is this, honey? I love that. If you're not already subscribed, get subscribed and hit that notification bell, because I'm releasing new episodes at least three times a week. Clip! It's my I talk bravo, I talk true crime, and sometimes I talk a little scripted. So whatever you're here for, I hope you enjoy the show. By the way, um, for my ride or die supporters, I have a little, you know, I, I, I hate doing this, but I really pissed off a bunch of conservatives and they wreaked havoc on my damn apple review apple ratings so i'm down to 4.7 again so as you know or or maybe you don't you can rate every day which i've been doing so if you guys could go in and leave me a five-star rating even if you've already rated you can't review again but you can rate again trying to get back up to 4.8 i hate that 4.7 makes me so sad this is just for the writer dies. I know very few people will do this, but <sighs> I'm having a week. You guys, I'm having a week. I really am. It's not a fun week. I'm feeling the feelings I have are, and I know you guys are here for Bravo. I know I'm already hearing the comments. I'm here for Bravo. Why the fuck is she talking about herself? She loves to hear herself talk. This is the kind of shit I've been getting. This is the kind of shit I've been getting really fucked up reviews. And comments and feedback more so than positive, but this is my fucking platform. God damn it. And a lot of you have been following me for a really long time, but the feeling this week has been unappreciated. I'm pretty generous and I give a lot of my time and my support, and it has not been very reciprocated across multiple relationships. So I hate this feeling. I hate it. Feel a little used. Anywho, moving on. All right, let's try to let's try to pr- pump myself up to do this. Tom Girardi was indicted both in California and in Chicago on criminal charges of fraud and like. Look, I don't actually know what the technical terms are, but here's the part that I am the most exci- excited. That is not the word to use. That's not correct. <laughs> that's not the. That's not proper. Okay, the Lion Air victims are mentioned in this, meaning that like that settlement money was improperly handled and funneled to. No, not right. Um, they're named, which means that when Erica was like, "We're not even sure if there are victims," there were. Okay, there were victims. So whatever case she's been building to prove that she's actually not guilty of receiving victim money is bullshit. It's bullshit because now they have finally been able to track this money. That's it just was taking them a long time to trace the misappropriation of the funds, you know, because they were funneling it all over the place. It's hard to find it. But they finally have. And uh, I don't know if necessarily Erica will get um, criminally charged. I don't know about that. Uh, But I don't – she's just not going to be able to be innocent in all of it like she thinks she is. She's not going to be able to to pretend like I had no idea. I just don't think that's possible. And whoever's funding her lifestyle now, because somebody is, because I'm sorry – Girlfriend looked taut. Okay. She looked real taut. She, she, I think she called the paparazzi on herself because she was at the Burbank Mall and a TMZ or someone was there taking her picture. And she was very mean to them, by the way. But I guess that's kind of what you have to do if you need to make it, if you need to sell that you really don't want them there. But she looked like she'd had some sort of skin resurfacing done, which is not cheap. And look like she'd had some kind of lift to her jaw, like maybe restructuring of some kind to her jawline. None of this is cheap. Also very thin. You know, of course, if I have to hear the word Ozempic one more time, I'm going to lose my mind. Everyone, it's like as soon as you post that someone's lost weight, Ozempic! I'm like, yes, I know. Oh my God, everyone's saying Ozempic. I know, I know, I know. So someone's fun- someone's funding it, and I feel like, There was such a network of people benefiting from all of that Girardi-Keese money that I feel like like it's going to be found out that that person who's been funneling her money is taking money from the wrong place. You know what I mean? I don't know. Anywho, so that happened. The Caroline Brandy thing. (sighs) Guys... I don't like Caroline either. Once we found out that she wrote that character witness statement for her, the her brother-in-law who got her sister and her sister's husband beat up, tied and tortured. Yeah, no, we don't like Caroline. But I was very disappointed. Very disappointed that anyone would frame Brandy coming on to Caroline unwanted. As some sort of like, oh, Caroline, lighten up. No. At no point if someone, male or female, non-binary, comes on to you and you say no and they don't stop, that's not right. I, I get that we want to root for the underdog. That's how Brandy has branded herself. Always. She's like the little guy. But she's not. She's not. She's, her behavior, excuse me, her behavior is her behavior now. She's managed to find success as whatever she does. So she, to me, violated, and the guy admitted it, Um, Marco, the butler from Dorinda's Ultimate Girls Trip 2, admitted he was extremely uncomfortable when she ripped his shirt open. And guess what people said? under uh I think Brandy posted something about it and people were like oh he liked it in the moment guys so I doubt you guys missed it but in case you did Caroline and Brandy both left Ultimate Girls Trip for early because of a physical encounter and it came out that uh Brandy was giving Caroline unwanted kisses and Caroline was uncomfortable Um, I know more of the story, but I obviously can't reveal any more than that because that is what, that is what had to be said. Like the way that people article came out, I could tell it was the most careful wording because when you're talking about sexual assault, sexual harassment, legal is involved at looking at that article. Legal and HR is like, hold on, let's put this word instead of that word. And, you know, I'm sure that went through a lot of edits. So as much as I don't like Caroline whatsoever and thought it was a strange choice to put her on the show, but thought maybe uh, i it's not okay for Brandy to hone in on Caroline, who's saying no, and then be like, lighten up. Period. Done. No. Now we have Mary Cosby. Uh, I think it's confirmed that she is returning as friend of. I get everyone's excited. I get it. I get why it seems like the perfect move. It's just a lot to put on one person. And I don't like that she's coming as Meredith's friend. You don't get to have someone like Mary Cosby. Because then Meredith gets to go back to having no personality, no storyline, no nothing. Doing nothing. Go, girl, give us nothing. Because she has Mer- Mary Cosby. So I think it's a hail mary, pun intended. And I, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I'm very, I'm very over this season. I just sort of feel like Mary needs her own little show. The problem I have with Mary, as you guys already know, is that she. There are victims involved in Mary's church that have still not been heard, still not been validated. And here they go again, not getting a chance to be heard and just watching Mary get another platform again. And I feel bad. There are all these reports that these people have been conned out of money. There's sexual harassment, sexual assault charge, uh, allegations against Robert Sr. None of it's been acknowledged. And... I think it is sad that there was just no concern whatsoever for the fact that Mary did say, you know, Mexican thugs. I did. I think that is kind of sad that it's just like, ah, whatever. I I, I get it. I get Mary's entertainment and I get I'm supposed to lighten up. But I'm I'm not super excited about it. But then Robin. Oh, Robin. So it's, but here's the part that's the worst thing for me with Robin going on her podcast and being like, let me clear this up once and for all. Juan did have a relationship sort of with this woman, but it was only through DMs. And he did have his name on that hotel bill because she came into town, got a hotel, forgot her wallet. He showed up, dropped his credit card, and then left. It, and then never, okay, girl. Mm, no, no, no. The part that was so insulting is that this wasn't just one season. This was the season prior. The season prior, you were hiding that. The season prior, we were wondering what's going on with you. What's what's the matter? Why is there so much tension in this relationship? Fine. You didn't know. Maybe. Maybe you didn't know back then. But this season you sure did. And this season you gave us a weird scene after scene with, with the prenup and then the infidelity clause and Juan didn't want to talk about it. And so it was very boring with every scene you were in. And it, it was so not real. It was so not authentic. And I used to really enjoy Robin because she was funny to me. This season felt wrong. I did not like the way she busted out that camera and filmed Wendy because it didn't make sense to me. And I thought that the editors were kind of working overtime to make it funny when it was actually not really funny. Like, the editors were doing the most. Like, it didn't even feel like a Bravo Bravo Network show after a while. It was like, what? We don't normally do all those graphics and all of those things. Like, that's not normally what... Bravo does, but it felt like they were making up for the fact that these women were hiding a lot. And we are getting formulaic on this show. We are getting like, okay, we show up and we pull out, we bust out some stuff on people and we're all just kind of waiting to see who reveals what um I need Karen to come to the the table with more I do because I'm sorry we see her getting drunk and we hear them constantly talking about how she's the drunk friend that calls you and blah 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 but all she presents is I am a, in an institution and I am blah. so like there's got to be some truth to these things these rumors we know it it's been since day 1 we've been hearing about it and so I need some something But for Robin to be the one leading this fucking brigade about being truthful and honest when she's not being truthful and honest, unfair. And for Giselle to help distract with the Chris stuff. Wow. Not cool. Really not cool. Like such a betrayal. But then the part that was the gist, they stuck the knife in and they turned it was the thing about, I'm going to reveal all the details on our Patreon. Here's the thing. I'm a podcaster. I don't have another platform. This is my only platform. They're reality stars. They get paid to do a reality show. So when the cameras are up, that's your job. And that's where you, that's your paywall. Patreon is my paywall. You guys don't get to do a paywall behind a paywall. Mm-mm. That's some bullshit. It was so upsetting. I was so mad. So it's been a week. It's been two weeks. It's been quite, it's been very active. It's been a lot. It's been a lot. You guys, I've been taking the Just Thrive probiotic and the Just Calm together for the last two and a half, three weeks, and my stomach has not been hurting. It's probably like 70% less uncomfortable than it's been in my entire life, which then is giving me less anxiety. And it's not like anything else has changed in my life. My life is still just as typical and anxiety ridden as it normally is. But because my stomach and my gut health is better, I have less anxiety. I have been doing it backwards this whole time. I've always had stomach issues and I've always had anxiety. And so I thought. I had to figure out how to stop having anxiety for me to stop having stomach issues. But what I've learned is if I take care of my gut health, that will help lessen the anxiety. Because what I've learned is your gut actually has more serotonin than your brain. And when your gut health is better, it like communicates something to the brain or something, and it, it lessens anxiety. I know I learned all this from Tina Anderson. She's the founder of Just Thrive. I did a whole interview with her. Check that out for sure. And I've taken probiotics for a decade at least. Just Thrive specifically has this strain that once it arrives in the gut alive, that's apparently a thing, like it needs to arrive alive in the gut, it acts like a gardener. So it safely eliminates bad bacteria and replenishes the good. And the best part is if you have kids, you can open the capsules and sprinkle it into food or drinks that you can sneak it in there for them. Here's the other fun part, the just calm. Just say just calm and we're all in, right? We're all in for this. Just calm is formulated with three targeted B vitamins and they're proven to drive neural processes in the brain. It quickly promotes a healthy response to everyday stress. When I am working during the day, I am more focused. I usually have a bad habit of starting like five projects at once and then not actually getting anything done, but I'm much more alert, clear. I have better energy. I'm sleeping better. This is true stress management built for our modern day stress-filled world. And for the technical stuff, Just Thrive products have more clinical research than just about anyone else in the industry. They're all natural and... They have a money-back guarantee, so you have nothing to lose. If you are ready to up your wellness game and beat bloat, digestive issues, stress, and more, you can get 15% off a bottle of Just Thrive Probiotic and a bottle of Just Calm with promo code SHESPEAKS at justthrivehealth.com. While you're there, check out all the other research-based products they have for optimal gut and immune health. There's something for everyone, even a probiotic for your fur baby, all with the bottom of the bottle guarantee. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. ddw group. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. I'm going to go into this episode. Recap. This episode of Miami Recap. Um, and I want to preface this once again By saying that, um, I have been really beat the fuck up on social media already, and I'm aware that we have favorites on these shows. We have fan favorites. I get it. I think by now, it is pretty clear where I stand on this cast. I'm in a literal fight with Alexia. Okay. She came in to make DMs for crying out loud. Okay. I hope that we as a fandom can call out even our favorites, but I'm realizing that we can't. I'm realizing that I will get attacked and I was attacked. (laughs) Wow. By my followers, by people who were following, I kept checking. Like when it said "follow back" on each and every single one, meaning they were following me, I could not believe it. I had to delete a post and repost it with a disclaimer, like "You better back up," because this got ugly. Oof, real ugly. Okay, so I'm 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 legitimately afraid to do this recap. The back the backlash I've been getting. It was yes, it was last night too that it happened. To my fellow content creators out there, I see you, I hear you, I love you, and I would never come into your comment section and add to any discourse because you get it. we get enough of it from just, you know, followers or fe- just people on the internet. So moving on. I love when they start an episode at like in the middle or like at the end or like where the action is and then do like the rewind. I don't know why I love that. It's a trick and I fall. I love it every time it works on me. So Alexia is like, you're a professional, Nicole. And that wasn't professional in that whole thing. And then it's like one day earlier. So the fat doctor with Marisol saying that he helps everyone else and gives them everything, but he doesn't give anything to Marisol. What? I don't get it. Was that a joke? That was a joke, right? Is that a joke? I have a feeling though. She is so skinny that because there are certain, there are certain, um, weight requirements for things. Like if you're below a certain weight, they're like, we physically can't give you this because it will cause harm. But she was kidding, right? Because the producer's like, so what is it? Like procedures, pills, shots. She's like, he helps everybody except Marisol. But so Alexi, the main point of this scene is that Alexia and Marisol talk about how rude Nicole was for putting the credit card in his lap. All right. Brace yourselves, everyone. Here it comes. I do think, unfortunately, that as soon as Nicole said defamation of character, I was like, fuck, because it wasn't defamation of character. And she knew it wasn't defamation of character. If she if it was defamation of character, Anthony would have done all ready, drawn up that cease and desist, and served Larsa with it. Already. Would have already happened. But it wasn't defamation of character because she was saying, I heard this rumor. I didn't believe it. It's not true. That's what... That's facts. And so I knew... I said this when I was... When I recorded last week, I was like, fuck. Here's what's gonna happen. She's being passive aggressive and it's not, he's going to say that's not defamation of character and it's going to give them ammunition. And I don't want them to have ammunition because she has so much power. The way she handled Larsa at that table, perfection. She was, she got heated and she needed to get heated to let Larsa know that she can do that. She can get fucking heated Larsa because Larsa thinks that she can, she can bite the harder or she can bark the loudest. And Nicole has continued to show her, no, I can still, I can bark too. And so I liked where Nicole was at that point in time. But when she did the, let me ask you about defamation of character. I was like, oh, you're going to get too, you're you're getting too big right now. And he's going to say, no, that's not. And I knew that was going to happen. So then... Alexia did that, the Teresa face where she has her mouth open and her eyes blinking like, wait, what? Like she's processing what's happening. Nicole was being passive aggressive. She was picking a, she was starting a fight. That's what she was doing because they didn't need to get the definition of defamation of character. It wasn't defamation of character. So I was like, no, here we go. Alexia, to be honest could have just let him respond because he would have said, no, that wasn't defamation of character. Had he just responded, it would have been over. But Alexia freaked out. She made herself look stupid, to be honest. And it would have been over much quicker had she not done that. So then when they made the false argument that She's paying him $500 an hour and that was the issue, which it wasn't the issue. Uh, Then Nicole was proving a point that, well, if that's the problem, here, I'll pay the man. I, I know that he grabbed the credit card, but it was to not make as big of a scene as he, I mean, to hand, this is on camera. Let me put it that way. If they were in an office, it would have been one thing. If they were in an office, he would have said, okay, give me that card and probably written it down. But they're on camera, he's in front of a bunch of people. It did feel inappropriate. It didn't feel right to do. He already was trying to kind of do like a seminar sort of a thing. And she was caught up. I knew the whole moment wouldn't land. And that's why I was like cringing, like, stop, don't do that. He's not going to take your money. He's already gonna get paid anyway. He's just gonna charge it to Alexia. He's he grabbed it because he didn't want it to fall. He didn't he wasn't gonna say no, put it in my lap, because that's what a child would do. He's like not gonna it's not like hot lava. So I wasn't surprised that he was like, that was just not necessary. She didn't need to go get her card. I could have just answered and said, no, it's not defamation of character. Alexia was the one making a fool of herself, to be clear. That's who was making a fool of herself. So I hope that I have adequately explained that I am not team Alexia and Marisol and Larsa. I am team Nicole. But I am explaining that the move of actually for this lawyer who has no other context for anything, that was a strange and inappropriate thing to do just to get him to say, no, no. That's not defamation of character. But that's also not something we practice regularly. I'm here to help out whoever is getting a divorce. Okay? I have a feeling what's going to happen. This is my prediction. If you're watching on YouTube, you're probably going to go to another video and comment on that. Because you just need to let me know how wrong I am. That's what happens. Because it's just... uh (sighs) Okay. Nicole calls Julia. This is just the call to be like, you know, we need a trip to the Bahamas. We all need to just have some fun. Anyway, Alexia is like, we planned this gringo dinner with Nicole weeks ago. But, you know, I'm not one to disinvite her. But if Nicole thinks she should be there, she'll show up and she'll say I'm sorry. Alexia, the fucking nerve you have. I already am pissed off that Nicole had to apologize to you after you yelled at her That some people can say whatever they want at her engagement party. She had to ask you, are we cool? Not cool. Mm -mm, Not cool. The scene of of Marisol giving Alexia the shot was really funny. Very, very, very funny. Terrifying. I would not in any way trust Marisol to give me a shot. She doesn't look like someone I would trust to administer a shot. But turns out she's very good at it. But absolutely, I would have been scared. She doesn't look like she has a steady hand. She does, though, apparently. It is official. My bestie is trying for a kid this year. So I told her about modern fertility. And by the way, I know that we go to the OBGYN once a year, but if you ever plan on having a kid, it is important to know what's going on with your fertility and your reproductive health. This is why modern fertility was created. Modern fertility gives you insight into your hormone levels like your ovarian reserve, which is like, do you have more eggs or fewer eggs than average for your age? Vital. Other important factors can also impact your fertility. Modern fertility tests all of these things in an easy and affordable at-home test. You just prick your finger, mail it in with a prepaid label, and you get your results in six business days. And these results go deep into what every hormone means. And you can also download the results to review with your doctor for next steps. I love that part. Right now, Modern Fertility is offering our listeners $20 off the test when you go to modernfertility.com slash she speaks. That means your test will cost $159, which is a fraction of what it would cost at a fertility clinic. Get $20 off your fertility test when you go to modernfertility.com slash she speaks. modernfertility.com slash she speaks. For most of us, learning a second language in high school or college wasn't exactly a high point in our academic careers. I did study Spanish in high school, right? Yes. Right? Now, thanks to Babbel, the language learning app that sold more than 10 million subscriptions, there's an addictively fun and easy way to learn a new language. Whether you'll be traveling abroad connecting in a deeper way with family, or you just have some free time. Babbel teaches bite-sized language learning lessons that you'll actually use in the real world. I have been using Babbel daily to learn Spanish for my sexy solo Tulum trip that I'm determined to take this year. I want to land a hot, sexy vacation lover who only speaks Spanish, and I will. Babel's 15-minute lessons make it a very easy way to learn a new language on the go for a busy gal like me. Other language learning apps use AI for their lesson plans, but Babbel lessons were created by over 100 language experts. Their teaching method has been scientifically proven to be effective. With Babbel, you can choose from 14 different languages, including Spanish, French, Italian, and German. Plus, Babbel's speech recognition technology helps you to improve your pronunciation and accent which is totally true because it's corrected me three different times. And I was a little offended on one of them, but it was true. It was accurate. There are so many ways to learn with Babbel. In addition to lessons, you can access podcasts, games, videos, stories, even live classes. Plus, it comes with a 20-day money-back guarantee. So, hello. Start your new language learning journey today with Babbel. Right now, get up to fifty five percent off your subscription when you go to babbel.com slash she speaks. That's babbel.com slash she speaks for up to fifty-five percent off your subscription. <laughs> Julia and Adriana go to lunch and whatever they ordered was spectacular. There was Cake tears and mold. I mean, what the fuck was it? But the purpose of this lunch is to remind us that Adriana, they've known each other. They've, she's known Alexia and Marisol for a decade. So it's really hurting, excuse me, it's really hurting her feelings that this friendship is so strained. And how come she can't just apologize? Why would Alexia not want to say, I'm sorry for saying, you were going out with a married man. Like you said that to her face on the bus. Hello? But then Julia talks about adoption. And this is most likely a very important topic to have to shed some light on. Um, I just, I'm so, I just, I'm so bored by Julia. But it's like same-sex couples who are older have a very hard time adopting also her daughters are not supportive i bet they're not i bet they're like what are you fucking doing why like go live your fun life with martina go to aspen for two weeks okay lady but so the plan is they're going to go to a smaller agency that is a little more sensitive to same-sex couples adopting Larsa goes to Lisa's house. Lisa tells her about Lenny trying to get an order to force her and the kids out of the damn house. And into a rental so that he can find them a new house and just shack up with the new girl. Go to her house, dick. And then they talk about what it's like to go through a public divorce. Brutal. Just like getting just from everywhere, all over the world. Larsa talks about future, though. You guys, she's like, she's like, everyone thought that when I was seeing future, it was when Scotty and I were still together, and that is not what happened. Do we believe that? I don't know. I'm. I don't want to shame Larsa for that. Like, it's. Not, I don't really believe that Scotty was like perfect. I wasn't paying attention enough during that time period so I don't know like I'm not I am no I'm in no way the like expert on the Larsa of it all so I don't know Uh, I'm sure someone's gonna be like oh the timeline is off but her version is that she could have stayed in a loveless relationship but she wanted to choose happiness so she got a divorce but is is the narrative the is the is the alternative narrative that he left her he was like, bitch, we're getting a divorce because you're cheating on me? Is that what it is? Is that why is it like because of future they got a divorce? Is that one? okay, the gringo dinner. Here we go. This is where my opinions get extremely controversial. Apparently. I love them making up Marisol just totally makes up the origin of Gringo. Completely makes it up. They're like, nope, that's whatever you just said. She's like, I think it started the Korean War. And uh, then it, they're like, no. Alexias gets closer. Started with the Mexican War. And they would say, Green, go. And they're like, truer. That was truer. Yes. They order the this the ordering of this food made me I was craving Cuban food so bad after watching this. I was like, give it to me right now now. Give it to me right now. Okay. But they all t- Marisol doesn't even eat it. She doesn't even eat it. How do you? I don't even understand. That's not living. Is she dead inside? What do her insides look like? I would like an x-ray of Marisol's inside. Like, how do you drink alcohol and not put food in there? Russell talks about how he won't do the fireman calendar and Gertie's like, I want him to. he's like, no, no. I mean, they're just so hot. My God. They are so hot. Fuck. Good Lord. My goodness. So, okay. Alexia, they ask about Frankie and the DeMoya Foundation and what's happening with that. And she uses that to segue into the fight at her house. How he was like up on, up on the balcony, like, oh my God, they're fighting because my friend over here pointing at Nicole had to ask a question. And Nicole, it's like, you told me I could ask any question. Again, I know everyone's, I'm, I am team Nicole at the end of the day, overall, fully team Nicole, because they are not honoring the fact that what both Marisol and Larsa are doing to her it's disgusting. You got 1 DM from one person saying she had a relationship with someone. And Lars said that she slept with the entire hospital. So it's affected her. You guys have yet to honor it. In fact, you said people can say whatever they want. And you and you've yet to realize how how upsetting that is to her and rightfully so. So Alexia's point is that they were discussing family law. That was the point. Again, as I said, Alexia could have just let him answer. But she was pissed because she knew what Nicole was doing. Anyhow, Anthony chimes in. Now, granted, this it. so I posted about this and it got a lot of controversy. And Todd himself actually ended up coming into the comment section, and remind everyone that this is an edited version we get. So this could have been going back and forth for a lot longer. So I wrote in my notes that Anthony chimes in quick. Could have been going on longer than that. So Anthony chimes in at some point that uh, someone there probably needed to know what defamation of character was. So does that mean he thinks it was defamation of character? Because that would be a very tough case to win on a reality show where they can bring up rumors of any kind. So Alexia goes, the issue is not the question. The issue is that you got the American Express and dropped it in his lap. And Alexia, until you own it, this is the thing. You've never owned one thing since I've known you. Wow. The fact that she had the nerve to say that. The fact that she had the nerve to say that. I do think, you know, I'm vaguely recalling, though, she might have actually owned... some. Alexia might have owned something at the last reunion. I'm vaguely recalling that. I think she did. I'm vaguely recalling her sitting there going, I'm sorry, I am sorry. And I was like, whoa, okay. And even Andy going, whoa, that's rare. So, Okay. I will give her that. But this season, this season, this season, in my in my post, I clipped, I used I, I spliced the clip in of her literally saying to Adriana, apologize, never gonna happen. Cause you didn't read it to the bottom. I couldn't believe that. And so Alexia says her friend was very offended. Now, you see, I don't like Anthony. I found his jokes about Larso to be rude. He made some other comment too. He's just getting involved. I think he thinks this is his moment to shine. I think he's misconstruing the cameras a little bit. Kara and I talked about this last week. He's misunderstanding the moment. And I don't think he's maybe a bad guy, but I also don't love his little sarcastic, passive, aggressive tone. I don't like it. Um, especially the way he's he's like, we'll send him some flowers. Does he like chocolates? I'll send chocolates. No, you're not. You're not gonna fucking you're not gonna send either of those things. I could tell he wasn't meaning that. I could tell he was just trying to shut Alexia up. And Nicole was doing just fine. Nicole absolutely could fight. Any one of those women all day long. She's a master with words. She's much better than they are. Todd gets involved and in his comment, I didn't, to be honest, fully read the comment because I got the gist. I think he was saying that he got involved after it went on for a while, of of Anthony just being much more condescending than they even showed. You can't possibly fit everything in, right? So Todd finally chimes in. and goes, it's very condescending. He's a professional. And then Anthony goes, I'm a professional, too. I accept American Express, though. Okay. You knew the guy wasn't going to take the credit card, though. And I get people are saying the argument was, well, Alexia brought up the fee, so that's why she got the credit card. I get it. I really want to get off this fucking topic, though, because it's been debated for the last 48 hours or 20, 48, 24 hours. Um, but Todd has known this guy for 30 years. And I, yeah, if you guys know, Anthony is like an accident lawyer. He's kind of a cheesy lawyer. So I liked, I'm sorry, I don't really like Todd all that much. Todd creeps me out. Todd freaks me out. Like when he sent that videogram to Alexia, when he gave her the watch, when she was in the keys, I was like, oh, this guy freaks me out. But I liked when he was shutting Anthony down. Anthony was being a dick. He's like, he doesn't plaster billboards all over and fix leaky pipes. He's a real attorney. But you sitting here saying you're going to send him flowers? I understand the whole thing. You should stop. He wasn't going to send him flowers. He was being a dick. He's like, all right, fuck, I'll send him flowers. Okay, fine, let it go. Kind of a thing. And then Anthony goes, you want me to send him chocolates? Todd, you're going to send a grown man chocolates and flowers? What's wrong with you? I would like to appreciate this scene as entertaining. I can't, though. I can't because the fucking fandom has ruined it for me. So obviously, Alexi is like, that's why you're both the same. Uh, So Todd now is accusing Anthony of working for like a firm of three, which ends up not being true. Um, but Anthony's like, we're all assuming he was offended, but Todd just said he's his friend. So he's like, I know he was offended. And Todd goes, You certainly doesn't need your Godiva chocolates. And Anthony goes, I wouldn't send Godiva. I would send something nicer. <laughs> uh, yeah. Nicole didn't know that Alexia was even bothered though, because they left on a good note. Like they left that day on a good note. And I kind of, I don't, to be honest, I don't blame Nicole for being uh, confused that they left on a bad note because I bet Nicole, like I saw they showed a little clip of them saying goodbye. Alexia was yelling and screaming too. And I feel like Nicole thought it was just equal, which is fair. And Marisol goes, just say sorry. And Nicole, again, she's masterful with her words. She goes, you're all good at pointing the finger at me, but never understanding my perspective. Facts. Facts. But again, this is why I didn't want her to do this. It's given them ammunition. It's given them a thing to hold against her. And I hate it. I fucking hate it. Because she involved someone who's not a part of it. Now they can be like, oh, see what you did to this guy? You included him in the fight by even asking. Defamation of character. And now this guy's like, what? Why are you asking about defamation of character? I thought I was talking about like family law and helping someone get divorced. Don't use him as a prop in this kind of a thing. I knew it. I fucking knew it. <sighs> and Alexia, you lost. You lost. I'm sorry. You lost. Oh, She's so... Rude. Alexia. Oh God, we'll get to the, we'll get to the fucking last scene, the lunch later. So, so frustrating. So Julia hops on the call with the adoption agency. She, she contacted Russia and they were like, um, a lesbian couple? No, thank you. But they, this smaller agency is like, I think they, I think she said they were the first agency that started working with same-sex couples. So. Badass for them. And Julia's like, this is the first time I'm actually going to have a child with someone. As opposed to like, Martina came in and took over as a parent for my daughters. Which is huge. And so again, I I get Julia's role. I do. I, I, I get that it is so valuable. It's, it's groundbreaking. I just wish she was a little more exciting. But then we get Frankie and Alexia going to the DeMoya Foundation. <sighs> oh my God. God, this really would be a great show to do, a great spinoff show. I don't know if he'd be willing to show it. It's a lot. It's a lot to film. Uh, it's probably a little overwhelming, so I take that back. It might be a bit exploit- ex- exploitative. Is that how you say that? Um. But God, what a beautiful thing to, to shine light on. This A, this foundation, but B, Frankie... And how scary it is for him, you know, when you see him as a little kid in the wheelchair and learning and getting stronger and stuff, it's one thing, but it's like, yeah, he is an adult now. And Alexia is, is admitting, you know, it's so funny when you see Alexia with Peter, you're like, oh, when you see Alexia with Frankie, you're like, oh. And she admits she's overprotective and she knows it's holding him back. And. He goes, I just want my mom. My mom, my love. And Alexia says, don't you want a girlfriend? He goes, no, I want you. Oh, my God, I'm going start crying. But Mrs. DeMoya, or Ms. DeMoya, says, she's like, I know, Frankie, but you know what? We're not always going to be here. <sighs> And I, we want to make sure that you can take care of yourself. Oh, my God. I'm going to start crying. Oh, it's so cute. And then Alexia starts crying and Frankie's like, no, mom, don't cry. Oh, my God. I forgot the part where she Mr. Moy asks, have you ever taken an Uber or a Lyft? And he goes, I'm scared. Oh, I just can't. Like, give me a little huggy and a kissy. Oh, my God. I love him. I love him. I just love him. It's so sweet, and the way they're like, "We're gonna help you. You're gonna have a bright future." They're just so there for him. It's so great. <sighs> Larsa and Kiki. They go. They take Lisa to Eleven. It's basically just Lisa is talking about Lenny the whole time, but Kiki is the entertainment. Kiki goes, Kiki goes, How do you know you're bisexual? <laughs> Larsa's like, Kiki, you're 37, you know. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Lisa, Lisa does deny the swingers rumors about her and Lenny. I don't know if I believe her, but she, I, I, never mind. I do believe Lisa. Lisa, we believe everything you say now. She's like, Lenny wouldn't share. Lenny would be like mine and then probably cheat on her a million times. But now let's get to this Alexia and Nicole lunch because I was, so, I hate watching Nicole grovel. For this forgiveness and have Alexia not listen to one fucking thing she says. So Nicole's like, I had no idea that you were upset. And I felt horrible when I left that dinner. And Alexia keeps interrupting her, of course. And she's like, you kept on saying, I'm sorry, but. And I fucking love this. And Nicole goes, "Okay, I'm sorry, but I didn't see it that way. Uh, And then. Alexia says, well, why didn't you see it that way? Is that just how you are? Excuse me? Excuse me? Is what how I am? What does that mean? How are you? Who are you? So Nicole tries to explain. The reason she's doing this is because you guys have refused to hear her. You guys have refused to listen to how how damaging... Or how triggering or how painful it was for her to have Larsa throw this in her fucking face like it was no big deal. You know, how it's what it was like being young, Latina, and pretty and overcoming prejudices. And Alexa goes, See, you're trying to say you're still right. When you're going to apologize, you can't put conditions. A person that does that is like a narcissist. Are you crazy, Alexia? Are you crazy? No, it's called a conversation. It's called, let's understand finally where I'm coming from. Because you haven't heard me one time. Not once. Not one time. Literally, not one time. So now, poor fucking Nicole has to be like, from the woman who said, I'm a star, I'm meant to shine, all this shit. Nicole's like, okay, if my actions contributed to you feeling disrespected, I'm sorry. And then waves a white flag and humbles herself and is like, I'm a Virgo. I'm stubborn. And then Alexia's like, I'm a Taurus too. So then it's over? Alexia still hasn't said one fucking thing. Like, you know what? I get it. It must have been hard for you because you have worked hard to be a doctor. Nothing. Nothing. Oh, I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. Alexia go in her fucking confessional. I just wish she had done it sooner. Why do you take so long? Okay. All right. Okay. Okay. So there's no friendship here, just so we're clear. It's just, Nicole, know your place, bow down, do as we say, don't ever fuck up, and that's it. You have no, there's no room for your feelings, especially about your dad, by the way. (laughs) Nope. mm -mm. I tell you to just let it go with your dad too. So it's really gross. Then they talk about how the trip is going to be fun. (laughs) Then three days later, you have, it's, someone says that Marisol thinks she's doing witchcraft on them and that's why she's not there. Maybe they're talking about Lisa. Um, and then Julia to Alexia you give me that barracuda look and then they cut over to Alexia giving her some crazy look Alexia is crying screaming at Adriana which we've seen excuse me in the trailers that she's jealous of all of them and deserves everything that she has coming to her then the weird thing on the beach where they fall all over each other and Adriana ends up in a wheelchair so we need to know what happens Um, yeah. It was a great episode. I'm fearing the backlash I'm going to get for going against a fan favorite. But, guys, it's, I get we don't want there to ever be a flaw, but it's okay. They're humans, and they can still make mistakes here and there and be likable. But if we don't ever, like, allow for someone to do something that maybe isn't perfect, and we're just yelling at someone, me, me yelling at me for feeling the way they feel, then we're kind of like Rena stands, Erica stands, people like the other side of the fandom that can be really vicious. So I'm asking, I'm I'm waving the white flag and saying I'm probably wrong about a lot of stuff in your mind. It's just my opinion. So I'm I'm asking, please. I asked this on my Salt Lake City recap. I need a little bit of a break from the counter arguments. I do. I do. I, I I am not in a position right now to take a break from, from creating content and from covering shows because there's so many fun things coming up that I want to keep covering. And I don't want to shut off comments on every video or even every post uh, because I do like feedback here and there uh, and commenting back and forth and sometimes people bring up really great points but it's 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 getting to the point where if you don't agree with me it's like it's like shaming like when i posted the original post uh, the opinion i had about anthony and about how this con- conversation at the gringo dinner went i'm not kidding i've never seen such ugly responses it was immediate it was i disagree you're delusional then they started ganging up together. I agree. What the fuck is she talking about? She's fucking nuts. Like, who the fuck? What does she fucking say? And then I would check to see if they were following me. And they were. And then I was – because I always share the post on my stories. And then I would get DMs from people, like hard disagree, don't know what you're even saying. Guys, sometimes it's going to happen where I say something you don't agree with and – it it was kind of like um being attacked by a bunch of ants there were so many of you all at once coming at me and please recall that i do struggle with mental health and if you are if you are not following me fine you don't know but if you are you know that and i'm begging i'm begging ease up please ease up i'm probably going to take a break from instagram and just post some lighthearted stuff, probably not get too deep into my opinions, because I, I definitely need a break from that. But the point of this podcast is that I get deep into my thoughts and my feels. So I I I need to need to be able to have this platform be something that does work for me as well. And I know that's part of being a content creator. I know YouTube can get real wild. I was warned about that when I started to when I transitioned this podcast to YouTube as well. Um, and so if this, if this plea does anything, yay, if it doesn't, well, I tried. So love you guys, mean it, take care of yourselves and I'll see you next time. I hope you guys enjoyed the show. If you did, would you mind leaving me a five-star rating and review on whatever platform you are listening? If you're watching on YouTube, don't forget there's the super thanks option down at the bottom, the little button with the dollar sign and the heart. And also I'm on buymeacoffee.com slash bravo if you want to buy me a little coffee or two or five. And my Patreon, that is where I'm covering all of the classic Bravo jams. If you want to follow me over there and subscribe, link is in the description. And follow me on Instagram and TikTok at She Speaks Bravo. And whoever the guest was for today, all their information is always in the episode description. So if you want to follow them and check them out, check there for the info. And any of the sponsor codes that I mentioned in this episode will also be in the description. I love you guys. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. And I'll see you next time. Bye